wriggled contritely and showed his repentance in every way that was in his power. He pleaded with the child and petitioned him and offered more prayers. At last the child grew weary of this amusement and turned toward home. The dog was praying at the time. He lay on his back and turned his eyes upon the retreating form. Presently he struggled to his feet and started after the child. The latter wandered in a perfunctory way toward his home stopping at times to investigate various matters. During one of these pauses, he discovered the little dark brown dog who was following him with the air of a footpad. The child beat his pursuer with a small stick he had found. The dog lay down and prayed until the child had finished and resumed his journey. Then he scrambled a wreck and took up the pursuit again. On the way to his home, the child turned many times and beat the dog, proclaiming with childish gestures that he held him in contempt as an unimportant dog with no value save for a moment. For being this quality of an animal, the dog apologized and eloquently expressed regret, but he continued stealthily to follow the child. His manner grew so very guilty that he slunk like an assassin. When the child reached his doorstep, the dog was industriously ambling a few yards in the rear. He became so agitated with shame when he again confronted the child, that he forgot the dragging rope. He tripped upon it and fell forward. The child sat down on the step, and the two had another interview. During it, the dog greatly exerted himself to please the child. He performed a few gambles with such abandon that the child suddenly saw him to be a valuable thing. He made a swift, avaricious charge and seized the rope. He dragged his captive into a hall and up many long stairways in a dark, tenement. The dog made willing efforts, but he could not hobble very skillfully up the stairs, because he was very small and soft, and at the last the pace of the engrossed child grew so energetic that the dog became panic-stricken. In his mind, he was being dragged towards a grim unknown. His eyes grew wild with the terror of it. He began to wiggle his head frantically and to brace his legs. The child redoubled his exertions. They had a battle on the stairs. The child was victorious because he was completely absorbed in his purpose and because the dog was very small. He dragged his acquirement to the door of his home and finally with triumph across the threshold. No one was in. The child sat down on the floor and made overtures to the dog. These the dog instantly accepted. He beamed with affection upon his new friend. In a short time they were firm and abiding comrades. When the child's family appeared, they made a great row. The dog was examined and commented upon and called names. Scorn was leveled at him from all eyes, so that he became much embarrassed and drooped like a scorched plant. But the child went sturdily to the center of the floor and at the top of his voice championed the dog. It happened that he was roaring protestations with his arms clasped about the dog's neck when the father of the family came in from work. The parent demanded to know what the blazes they were making the kid howl for. It was explained in many words that the infernal kid wanted to introduce a disreputable dog into the family. A family council was held. On this depended the dog's fate, but he in no way heeded being busily engaged in chewing the end of the child's dress. An affair was quickly ended. The father of the family, it appears, was in a particularly savage temper that evening, and when he perceived that it would amaze and anger everyone if such a dog were allowed to remain, he decided that it should be so.
The child, crying softly, took his friend off to a retired part of the room to hobnob with him, while the father quelled a fierce rebellion of his wife. So it came to pass that the dog was a member of the household. He and the child were associated together at all times, save when the child slept. The child became a guardian and a friend. If the large folk kicked the dog and threw things at him, the child made loud and violent objections. Once, when the child had run, protesting loudly with tears raining down his face and his arms outstretched to protect his friend, he had been struck on the head with a very large saucepan from the hand of his father, enraged at some seeming lack of courtesy in the dog. Ever after, the family were careful how they threw things at the dog. Moreover, the latter grew very skillful in avoiding missiles and feet. In a small room containing a stove, a table, a bureau, and some chairs, he would display strategic ability of a high